You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. We've had a lot going on in the world this week. Our newsroom has actually suffered a few uh, COVID hurdles, I guess you'd say, speed bumps. Uh, we've been one journalist down for best part of the week in the shape of Wendell Hussey, but he's told us he's broken the back of this pangolin's wrath and he is on the mend. I'm joined today by Effie Bateman in uh, Wendell's place. How are you, Effie? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you, Clancy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm, well, I've already done my dance with the cough and... Uh, Hoping that the uh, antibodies remain strong. How about you, Errol? I'm all right, mate. I think uh, Wendell might have that new flu-rona mm-hmm. going around, but, you know, as he's a little sheep and he's, you know, he's had four vaccinations at the moment now, so I guess, you know, this should just be like a little throat tickle like it is for the majority of us since the start of the pandemic even started. Okay, well, moving on, what's the first story out the gates today, Effie? All right, so our first story is about a autistic teenager who has revealed he feels blessed that he never had to have a dad like Scott Morrison. Yeah, this is in relation to some remarks made by the Prime Minister earlier this week during the first televised debate with Anthony Albanese. So this local Year 9 student at Batuta Heights State High has responded to those comments. He said, and I quote, I'm feeling blessed today that I don't have a dad like Scott Morrison. Well, that sounds like he has a dad that can't balance a checkbook then. Yes, yes. I mean, of course, uh, Morrison's comments that inspired this this young fellow's retort drew the ire and frustration of millions of people, with plenty of high-profile Australians coming out to confirm that they're sick of being treated like objects of pity by people like our Prime Minister, instead of being treated with the equality and fairness that's mentioned by our politicians dozens of times a day. Morrison has since apologised for the comments, saying he didn't intend his ignorance to come across so blatantly. And coming up next, we've got some local news and a man sitting alone in the office on a Tuesday is kicking himself for not booking an extra leave like the rest of the country. A lone spreadsheet warrior is re-evaluating his life choices this week, coming to the realisation that he screwed up his ability to strategically book a combination of annual leave, mental health days, carer's leave, sick leave and flex leave to turn this Easter slash Anzac Day period into a mega 14-day holiday that only teachers and drug addicts get to enjoy. Teachers and drug addicts? Aren't they the same thing? (laughs) Uh, I'm just joshing with you. 29-year-old account manager Ken Phillips can't believe his own stupidity as he realises he's the only white-collar employee in Australia who's working this week. Watching a six-part Instagram story of his boss's trip to Fiji, Ken has admitted to the advocate that not a single email he sends today will matter. They'll do it. We're all just pigs trapped in cages on antibiotics. Working for someone who will replace us with a pigeon or a robot the first chance they get. And next up, a Outback lefty is honoured to have met a homosexual. Being the only bloke in town who cares about carbon emissions and the plight of refugees can be a lonely existence for an Outback small business owner like Dale Hins. As the last man standing from a rural dynasty of Labor voters that dates back to the Queensland Shearers Union, the 68-year-old bootmaker was forced to make a vow as a young man that he would never vote for any of these Tory villains that tried to replace his ancestors with those underpaid Kiwis and their wider cones. Yes, Mr Hinn says it hasn't been easy to maintain his progressive values in a town made up of people who are programmed to assume Indian cab drivers are Islamic terrorists. 
but he does believe that only ingesting news through a critical lens has given him the opportunity to see the merit in not voting for someone who believes the world is only 4,000 years old. Or someone that believes women should only be allowed to leave the house to buy baby formula when their breasts run dry. And after a lifetime of being berated by his mates at the Bowls Club and emailing death threats to Andrew Bolt, this silver comrade was lucky enough to meet one of the people he spent his life advocating on behalf of. At 1.21pm last Wednesday, an oppressed minority walked into his shop. A real-life homosexual. Dale told the young tourist that it was a bloody honour to meet him. The man was just trying to find someone who could reheal his RMs before a family wedding on Saturday night, but he appeared to uh, respond well to the uh, rather warm welcome he got from Mr Hins. Yes, Dale finished up by saying that he was bloody welcome to be here in our town and that he was bloody happy that they got it over the line in 2017 for him and his mates. A lovely story, I think, right there. It's nice to hear some heartwarming news. And now we've got time for one more, and a local man has celebrated the return of MasterChef by jamming a peg in the door lock mechanism of the microwave, setting it to auto defrost, and then putting his head in it. Yes, a very peculiar man, Damien Rutland of Batuta Heights fame. He spoke to the advocate this morning through his singed lips, scorched gums and burnt tongue that he lamented the end of the summer of sport and that he thought he'd expedite the damage that reality TV does to your brain by simply getting it done in one night with a microwave. Yeah, he's a bit dramatic if you ask me. Now, um, Damien said he found it a bit absurd himself that we have shows like MasterChef or The Block on right now. Considering the state of the world and the suffering going on all over the planet, he told us, and I quote, that we're all decadent Western pigs, all of us. The world is burning and all we care about is which washed up recipe plagiarism is going to burn the duck or what some man boob yuppie dog is going to do with the ensuite bathroom. Charming. Yes, Damien was quite charming during this interview. He went on to say that he watched a whole season of The Voice last year and as a result he actually forgot how to read and write by the end of the series. Which was nothing compared, he said, to that season of Survivor he watched a few years ago. His brain degraded to the point where he was only able to communicate by smearing his own shit on the walls and drawing crude hieroglyphics with his big toes. Well, I'm just glad he found peace in that microwave. Sounds like he's on the right path. Yes, on the path to enlightenment or something else, Clancy. A bit dramatic, as I said earlier, but, uh, you know, uh, each of their own. And um, I'm, I'm glad he's found here, yeah, as you said, Effie, uh, a bit of peace in this new cycle uh, of, uh, of gas and political grandstanding. It's going to be a long four weeks, but this election will be over soon enough. Please, God. Well, they build them tough in Batuta Heights. They certainly do. Thank you for joining us this week on the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. I'm Clancy Overall. This is Effie Bateman, Errol Parker. Thank you for joining us.